skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know how this machine worked. It seems to run on some form of electricity. And it was wrong. It was a bad call, Ripley. It was a bad call. Bad call. Some are good for fighting, others for dying. It's Just Two Movies. Welcome back to another episode of It's Just Two Movies, Summer Break. It's half the pod and twice the bod. I'm Topless and Daniel King. With me this evening in the <laughs> studio, Jackson. Welcome back, brother. What's Man, going on? I can't top that. Um, that's a great intro. I worked on that while I was taking a leak before we, before we sat down in here. Thank you. Like, but now I'm like, I'm trying to think of something interesting. I'm like, nope, not that interesting. That's it, huh? <laughs> All right. Well, if you're new to the show, what we do is we, uh, we're going to review two movies. One of them, one of us thinks is good. The other one has something slightly in common with it, and uh, it's supposed to be schlocky or, like, ironically good. Uh, sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're just bad. So yeah, we'll, just, sometimes they're just bad, bad. We'll dig through them for you, and that's what we're doing. We're here for community service. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it the basically thin, is the, community service. The thin yellow line. It's, it's just like, two movies. Let's make sure that if you're going to go watch a bad movie... You watch the right bad movie. Yeah, ex- don't waste your time with that other shit. Uh, but yeah, so so Jackson, uh, this was it's been a while since you've been on the show. It's summer break, so we're going to keep it super light and breezy. We do this a little bit differently, All right. but I think I think you'll you'll catch on right away. All so right. this movie was my selection, and we had talked about it. You had brought up the movie American Made. Which was a movie I was previously going to do with another guest, and then we had a scheduling conflict, so I still have notes from it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I could just kind of like halfway watch it, and then I could refer to my notes. Right, right. And as we got further through the week, I saw I saw something that reminded me of Hot Fuzz. You to- and you, you and Alicia and I were talking about it, and she's like, don't you have Hot Fuzz? And I was like, oh, Jackson has it. Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I lent you the uh, the Cornetto trilogy yeah, to, yeah. to watch them all. And uh, you hadn't for the longest time. You watched Shaun of the I Dead and then hadn't. I was like, all right, motherfucker. That was during what the – what was that? Uh... I texted you. I was like, have you watched the movie yet? And you're like, no. And I was like, okay, then let's do Hot Fuzz because I those, know you, you have it. You gave me those after Train to Busan. I don't know mm. why I remember that, but you're like, hey, take yeah, these home and right. watch them. We were talking about that on Train to Busan. I don't know I don't, why. I don't remember the connection, but hmm. there was right. one. Well, there's about to be a, a different <laughs> connection. But uh, let's talk a little bit about Hot Fuzz. So this is my pick. I, I changed the movie halfway through the week, and we uh, we decided to go with Hot like Fuzz. Like, he changed it yesterday on me. <laughs> I did, yeah. I did change it yesterday. Uh, so Hot Fuzz is a 2007 R-rated comedy action film, two hours, one minute long. Uh, it's got a 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 91% Rotten Tomatoes, 81% on Metacritic, so pretty well stacked across the board. Uh, this came out March 14th, 2007, directed by Edgar Wright. Box office, $80.7 million. I don't have the budget. Could you look up the budget while I do the cast? Oh, yeah. I get- this movie does star Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, Timothy Dalton, Jim Broadbent, Patty Considine, Martin Freeman, Bill Nighy, Joe Cornish, Olivia Coleman, Lucy Punch, Rafe Spall, Rory McCann. So I'm seeing the budget at... 12 to 16 million, give or take. Okay, so this might have actually lost a little money. No, box office says 80.7. So you said it cost how much? 12 to 16. Oh, okay, nice. Well, then this was very profitable. Yeah. Uh, also stars Edward Woodard, Bill Bailey, David Bradley, Stephen Merchant, Kevin Eldon. Kevin Eldon's hilarious in this. Uh, Paul Freeman, Annie Reed, Adam Buxton, Ron Cook, Tim Barlow, and Alexander King as Aaron A. Aronson. I'm not sure I remember that one. It's the kid at the end. He's like, uh, when he's like, oh, we'll start, we'll just interview everybody in town then, shall we? How, how else, <laughs> I'll just get the phone book and start at Aaron A. Aronson, shall I? Uh, yeah, and okay. then at the end of the movie, he's like, hey, you did good, kid. Yeah, What's your yeah. name? And he's like, Aaron A. Aronson. He's like, <laughs> he's what? In the model city. Yeah. So yeah. uh, about Hot Fuzz, if if somebody else had never seen it and they came up to you and you were like, I was on a podcast, I watched a movie for it, and they're like, what, what was it? Hot Fuzz, what is that? Yeah, so spoiler you, free, what would you... Ooh, spoiler free. Um, it's about a cop that overdoes his job, and the UK are not cool with them, him overdoing his job, so they try to get rid of him, and he goes to another town, 
he goes to this town and finds an underground cult, basically, that runs the town, uncovers it, and then uh, that's it. Yeah, I mean, essentially. That's <laughs> I think, a li- I, think a I got little, it. a little spoilery, but, uh, oh. you know, it's fine. We'll, <laughs> we will spoil it more at length down the road. So if you've never seen Hot Fuzz for some reason and you have already decided that you want to check it out, this is a great time to pause the podcast. Go watch the movie. Come back and check us out later. Yeah, uh, kind of spoiled okay. it. But we're, it. we're about to spoil the ever-living <laughs> shit out of it here in a second. That's fine. I, I don't think our audience expects us to be, especially for a movie from like, 2007. Come on. It's like, Jackson, damn it. That wasn't even close to yeah, this. This it. movie is 15 years old, man. <laughs> this movie is 15 years old. Yeah, you it, Decade and a half. Get your shit yeah, together. If you're Come watching, on. you know we're going to spoil it. Come on. Come on, YouTube. <laughs> Looking at you. All right. So, uh... Hot fuzz. However, this is one of the most quotable movies I think I have ever seen. It has a lot of good scenes where you like you just pull that quote and you can you can you can run with it. It's it, it, Edgar Wright is such a delightful actor with all of his like whip pans and quick zooms and and all these other yeah. like in camera effects that he does to make it seem so. It's just it's snappy. It's got a really lovely pace. So what happens is I'm going to give you the entire movie here in like a minute. Okay. Police Constable Nicholas Angel. 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 Uh, he, he's, he's, you know, the sheriff of London. His, his arrest rate is 400% higher than any other officer in his precinct. He's a fucking So they're giving him promotion and sending him off to the country because he's making everybody else look bad. It's literally why they get rid of him. Yeah, like, that hey, is easy. Yeah. You're doing too much cop work. Right. So they send him off to the country. He gets out to the country. Everything's like too quiet for his taste. You know, he's uh, he is by the book. He's very, very to the letter of the law. annoyingly by the book. Like if you can imagine someone that is annoyingly by the book. All the time. It's him. Like he doesn't, he doesn't. He doesn't uh, stop doing it after hours. It's all the time. It's his moral compass. <laughs> it, it is his moral compass. Excellent. So uh, eventually these these accidents keep happening in town. Uh, Sanford Gloucestershire. And uh, he's like, I don't think that was an accident. I think this is a murder. So he starts to kind of catch on to it. And he's like, there's a murderer in this town. And then all of a sudden, maybe it's more than one murderer. And then all of a sudden, it's a conspiracy. Simon Pegg plays Sergeant Nicholas Angel. Yep. Uh, police Constable Nicholas Angel. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, uh, Nick Frost plays Danny Butterman. Yep. Or Butterman. But- Butterman. It's Butterman. It's yeah. Butterman. Plays Danny Butterman. And uh, that, that that's his, his partner. And Danny Butterman, he's a little on the slow side. He's like a kid. He's like a middle school kid yeah. who just really wants to be a cop. He because just wants to hang out. Explosions and he <laughs> loves cop movies and that's his thing. Now, a little fun fact about this, this particular movie is I also love cop movies. I love a buddy cop adventure, yeah. whether it's a comedy or a drama or a suspense or whatever. I love buddy cop shit. I mean, we kind of grew up with those movies. Exactly. So the great thing about this movie is it is a satire of every single cop movie I think I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. The, Even the opening scene is it, a poke at another older famous movie. It ties a lot together. Yeah. So there's there's everything about this as far as the camera work is just brilliant. Like the jokes that they tie in and yeah. stuff. He even makes a uh, reference to Helter Skelter. Uh, he's like, I don't know nothing about no Skellingtons. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, but there's so many delightful quotes and everybody's British and funny and charming. Yeah. The British humor, like you have to either – understand what they're trying to do or just get it yeah and it's just different like you and bird did a snatch on here and it's just a different type of humor and like that directing uh-huh. style that kind of just the jokes that they have it's like it's yeah okay never mind that's fine yeah well that was like that was a guy Richie, uh guy yeah. Richie film but they're filmed similar like as far as i don't know an england vibe yeah I don't know. it's, the, that's it's a, the type of humor uh, have you uh, have you ever seen any other Edgar Wright films? Uh, you might have told me to, uh, to, off I don't the know. top off the top of my head. Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, At World's End, or I watched Shaun of the End. Dead because because um, I had well I didn't have to, but I was like I'm going to watch it. Baby Driver, Scott Pilgrim versus Baby the Baby Driver, yes. Scott Pilgrim, yes. Yeah, those those are Edgar Dude, Wright films. Baby Driver, we haven't done that one yet. No, we haven't. That's a good I, one. Yeah, it is a really good movie. I like this, man. I, I like everything that there is about this. I could, 
I could filibuster about this movie for the next 15 minutes I know, by that's, myself. That's why I'm just kind of chilling here because I'm like, Danny's got so much to well, say about this movie because there's... You know, the, the generous soul that I am. <laughs> what, I re- what I really want to know is what did you think about it? Because you have never seen this. And unfortunately, you broke it up in two different sections. Yeah. Because it really, it really deserves your full attention because it's a, it's a hoot. Well, it, it got my full attention for... Both se- sessions I had to break it up into. Okay. Uh, but like, like he threw it at me on a Friday and I was like, all right, I got to watch it by uh, Saturday afternoon. But I got to get a lot of shit done Saturday. <laughs> so I, I I squeeze it in and then. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm like, oh, I got to do a thing in four days. Yeah. Too bad I'm booked <laughs> for the next six days, but I'll got to squeeze it in somewhere. So, all right. I squeeze it in and uh, yeah, it, it was a good movie. I uh, I didn't know what to expect because I thought it was. You mentioned the trilogy part of Shaun yeah, of the Dead. You thought they were canonical. I thought they were all like the same type of story. And you you'd brought this up and I like we I was like no, I just kind of was like no, it's like this instead. Uh, but then I kept thinking about it while we were watching the the ass end of it. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, you might be onto something. Am you I? You know what I mean? Well, I what Lee brought to the I table was be. he's he's like, so this is a prequel to Shaun of the Dead. And I was immediately like, no, they're totally different characters. Uh, it's a totally different area, town or whatever. Uh, Sean was a like a he worked in an office at felt like a Radio Shack type of place. But there's and gun ties to it, like police a shotgun. constable Nicholas Angel is he's a cop. He's a you know, police constable, police police officer, not policeman. But like I thought it was a prequel to Sean and the Dead, just because I thought there was some similarities and I. Th- which in like a multiverse type of type of way, like because like the the gun shooting in Shaun of the Dead, right? Like he's like you're good at it for some reason. Like one guy is good at it, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, like oh, it makes sense because there's a cop in this movie. That's what I was like, did the world fall apart? And yeah, it you became asked if it was a like a sequel movie? or a prequel, and I was like, man, both of those are actually pretty solid. Like it wouldn't take much to tie them together. And I've never seen either one. I haven't seen the third one yet either. So, well, the great part that makes them a tie-in, tie-in trilogy film, uh, what makes them the Cornetto trilogy, is that they all like Cornetto ice cream, and also they all star star uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost have a bunch of the same cast yeah, for both movies. The same cast, uh, but the. I don't know what a Cornetto is, so, like, it's ice cream, right? It's just, like, an ice cream. Like, okay. if you go to a gas station, you get, like, a Blue Bunny ice cream out of their freezer where it's just a cone. Is it Cornetto There's over like there? There's, like, some... Tr- it's just it's a like Cornetto It's, like, England, they call it Cornetto. Right. It kind of sounds like an asshole probably, way to say ice cream. It's probably also real ice cream <laughs> over there. It kind of sounds Our like an, not, an asshole like, like, way to say ice like, cream. It's, like, like, weird soft serve fucking shit that we get over here. They probably have real ice cream over there. Like you gotta make a big word about it. If like it's ice a, cream, man. If you've had a Cornetto, write me at it's just a movies at gmail.com. How how's it stack up? And tell me how I'm wrong. This uh, this little Midwest hill, hillbilly. <laughs> well, you think that's fancy, like it, fancy speak for ice fan- cream? It is very fancy speak. It's well, like it's just what Shakespearean it's for ice cream. We just call it like a fucking blue bunny over We're here or some whatever. Frozen milk. Yeah, give me that cold <laughs> ass milk. That real cold milk. <laughs> With the extra sugar in it and shit, yeah, a little bit of salt, yeah. All right, so it's hard for me to say exactly what some of the most delightful parts of this movie are, but a lot of it's got to do with the whip pans. Do you know what I mean when I say whip pan? Yeah, I think, I think. Let me try to explain it. Like, with the camera angle and they kind of freeze it real quick. Yeah. I don't know. I don't that, know. How to, yeah, it's you did a, exactly what I thought. I, yeah, yeah, it's called a whip pan, is what it's called. I learned that uh, Doug Wicker taught me that. Who who was a uh, former guest of the show? He'll be on again sometime when he's not busy. Yeah, a fucking police constable Nicholas Angel. He gets to the uh, he gets to the new police station. He's meeting all the other cops, and they all kind of don't like him. Well, yeah, he's the Boy Scout cop that comes in and wants to do everything right. And everybody's like, whoa, 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 that means writing up reports and shit. Yeah, right. No one wants to do that much work here, dude. Like, and the only crime we're looking at is this guy that's pretending to be a statue. Yeah, everything down <laughs> there is for the greater good. The greater good. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird way of saying it. like. Well, it's like he gets there and he goes to the bar and he's like, oh, "Let me get all a cranberry the ki- juice." Everybody in he's there straight drinking. He doesn't. He doesn't really drink. So he goes in and he orders a cranberry juice. He's looking around the bar and he sees all these fucking kids, but like the camera angle. Where that kid's braces shine in the moonlight and it just blinds him. It's like, oh shit, I gotta actually do something. Visually, 
It's hilarious. And you can see it from his perspective. Like, yeah, he's that. That's <laughs> there's just funny shit in there. He goes up and he's talking to the bartender and he's like, oh, hey, I'm the new I'm the new cop. And they're like, oh, what about the newspaper or whatever? I don't know if you noticed, but in the back, Nick Frost comes up. He's like, when when Simon Pegg walks into the bar, Nick Frost is at the beer. He's like, pine lager, please, Mary. She's like, coming right up, love. Oh, yeah. While he's having the exchange with his bartender, he comes back up to the bar and orders another pint <laughs> like two or three different times. Yeah. And like he like walks out, like they both walk out of the bar. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're not driving, driving, are you? Oh, yeah. And the guy's like, no, no, no. And then like <laughs> he gets in, he drives. Oh, what? No, he drives forward or backwards. And he's like, all right. Brings him into the station. Oh yeah, he arrests. And then, uh, he arrests the whole village. The guy. Well, that guy wakes up in the morning. And he's like, "Why are you in a cop uniform?" He goes, "Why are you dressed <laughs> like a police officer?" Yeah. Uh, because I am one. And they're like, "Oh, just put him in the you know pen for the night." <laughs> they're like, "We got him." Like, yep. So Simon Pegg, Simon Pegg, and Nick Frost like form this really nice friendship along the way. And I think part of this is that they are just really, in real life, such great friends. Yeah. Which is why everything everything about their interactions feels so genuine, even though they're both playing a part. Like, Nick Frost isn't like a hur-hur-hur. He's not, he's not a dumbass. No. And Simon Pegg's also not super fucking serious all the time. Yeah, you can tell they- Police Constable Nicholas They hang Angel. out outside of work. How, am I fucking nailing that intro or what? I mean, it's pretty close. It's fucking- it's, I think it's gold. Police Constable Nicholas Angel. Okay, yeah. You're on it. You're on it. You got it. Like, I couldn't tell the difference. Most recently sustained an injury where he was assaulted by a man dressed as Father Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) That's his his one big injury is he was stabbed in the hand, but he also shot a drug dealer who had a Kalashnikov. Oh, yeah, because, like, yeah, they they were like, oh, you shot a gun before? (laughs) Like, that's amazing. It's like, how you, like, yeah. Have you ever fired a gun into the air and gone, ah? And he's like, no, I've never fired a gun into the air and gone, ah. He's like, have you ever fired two guns into the air and gone, ah? And he's like, have you ever been in a high-speed pursuit? Yes. Oh, what was it? You know, have you ever fired a gun in a high-speed pursuit? Is it true that there's a place in a man's head that if you shoot it, it will blow up? Explode. Yeah. He's just, uh, he's like, he, Nick Frost approaches the whole situation of working with a real police officer from a big city who's done police work as like a wide-eyed elementary school student that has seen a a movie for the first time. Nick Frost has been unwittingly, like, uh, outmaneuvered his whole life, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, he's he's a cop, quote-unquote, right? But, like, his dad's the leader of this druid clan- (laughs) I don't know what to call them. No, no, no. They should be like a... It does seem like a druid. They've got a druid vibe going on, it which is, is weird. a neighborhood watch cult. That's that's the it's best the way NWA. I can say it. NWA. Like if they were to actually like... Uh, NWA, baby. Like neighborhood watch alliance. What did H- you think I was going to say? If, if like the HOAs formed like a cult... <laughs> yeah like uh that's what that would be They're like all if right. your homeowners association was gonna yes. murder your neighbors for not cutting their grass it's these people like they got pissed off of uh two of them not being good actors right so it's they like, slowly they like they start to form a bond nick frost and simon <laughs> Pegg. simon Pegg just figures out he's like okay this guy he's he's kind of lovable he's innocent enough he's a little annoying but he really genuinely wants to be a good police officer yeah there's good in him and you know what I will help train him how to be a good police officer. The most powerful thing that you've got in your in your possession, Danny. He's like, yeah, my gun. He's like, nope, <laughs> notebook. They pull over a gentleman named Martin Blower, and they're really giving him the business because he's speeding or whatever. And he's got uh, Eve Draper with him in the car. They're doing the play. Oh, yeah, he tries yeah. to give him tickets to the play or whatever. He's like, yeah, it's here. That's how yeah. we do things here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so they they. they do that, and then they go to the play to represent the police station because the commissioner gives them tickets or whatever. So they go to the play, and then the guy's like, "Oh, thank you for accepting our tickets." He's like, "Uh, you know, we couldn't, uh, we, we couldn't, couldn't accept them or whatever." But you have a good night. Drive safe. And yeah. they turn around and walk off. And the cops is like, "Oh, you're so cool. I can't drive safe. Oh my he's, god, he's like, what? Because a- you pulled him over earlier. Yeah, <laughs> you'd realize that's the guy we pulled over for speeding earlier. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he's just 
baffled. Like, man, mm-hmm. how could you be that witty? God, you said a cool fucking thing. <laughs> it was the coolest thing anyone's ever done. So they go out and they celebrate. They have a couple of pints. They're they're getting some drinks as a guy who doesn't normally drink or whatever. And Nick Frost gets uh, Simon Pegg back to his apartment. He's like, all right. Point Break or Bad Boys 2? Well, he got mad at him and for not like, knowing Bad Boys 2. Yeah, he's like, you haven't seen Bad Boys 2. <laughs> all right. And he's like, all right, Point Break or, or Bad Boys 2? Simon Pegg's like, I don't know. Which one do you think I prefer? And Nick Frost's like, I don't know. No, I mean, which one do you want to watch first? <laughs> which I can relate to because that's what we do on this show. That, uh, that's true. Yeah. That is true. Point Break or Bad Boys 2, if you had to pick. Ooh. Which one are you watching first? Uh, Point Break. Yeah, I also would do Point Break first. Bad Boys 2 is fun, though. It is very fun. Bad Boys 2. I, I think I might like, I like Bad to, Boys 1, though. I like, like to end on a high note. I think Bad Boys 2 is better than Bad Boys 1. The yeah. action's better anyway. Well, the action's definitely better. You know better. what, though? I haven't seen it in like 15 years. If somebody comes on the show and they're like, let's watch Bad Boys 2. All right, I'm all in. We might do that sometime. Mm. Within true fashion, with it being summer break, Alicia's out there, got some ribs on the smoker. Mm-hmm. Super excited about that. I can't wait. And that's why we make the show a little shorter for summer break. For ribs. Just heads up. For ribs and for other stuff. Great weather. And Uh, fishing next weekend. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we are going fishing next weekend. It's going to be fucking dope. Gonna fucking pull out some trophies. He down? Oh yeah! I bet some smallmouth trophies. Nobody's been out know. there in a hot minute. Those goggle eye, man. They didn't even know. Yeah, <laughs> Jackson's coming through. Jackson, here comes uh, here comes old Danny and his baby brush hog. <laughs> That's right. Irresistible. Oh yeah, they fucking love it. Anyway, speaking of the things that they fucking love, <laughs> I love the movie Hot Fuzz. Let me tell you why. <clears throat> So th- these, I like all the murders too, because they're all yeah. The murder is like a clue, like it's like a game of clue going on around. It's like, mm-hmm. are people really that dumb? Like, there's something bigger going on. You kind of like, I don't know. It's there's something bigger going on. It feels like a game of clue, but it's mm-hmm. like Timothy Dalton as Simon Skinner, the grocery, oh, the guy yeah, that yeah. owns the grocery store. He's so fucking sleazy looking. I like, love it so much. He's sleazy to the point where he's like he's the bad guy and then like yeah he is the bad guy at the very it's like yeah he's one of them man uh also i will say uh, absolutely astounding performance by jim broadbent for uh inspector frank butterman yeah he was great he's great he's like oh you know the your your predecessor sergeant popwell he <laughs> he found policing out here so stressful that he went insane and killed himself or whatever He's like, but you know what? He was a great police officer, but he had one thing that you haven't got. And he's like, oh. oh. Great or good. What's that? that? A great big bushy beard. Oh. Like the comedy. <laughs> the comedy in this is is a home run for me, uh, which I love very, very much. And I think, who's your, what's your favorite gag in this? Um, mm, That's a good question. Um. I like the cousin Eddie guy, with the kind of snatch ver- or, uh, language. Oh yeah, the the old farmer, uh, gypsy language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pikey, the Pikey language. Yeah. There we go. He's and he had it. They have to have a translator there. And he's like, yeah. But <laughs> they bring the guy in. Like, what dog. the fuck you want to care care of him and no wheels for? Right. And like yeah. What would he say? <laughs> Yeah, when they go interview that guy, that's, that's pretty good And then good he stuff. has, like, he's like a southern, like, hillbilly American living over there in uh, the UK. Because he has, a, like, a vault of guns. He's like, this one's the one that re- is registered. <laughs> he's like, which other ones do you want to talk about? And I think, he has a sea mine. <laughs> yeah, sea mine. <laughs> uh, I think my favorite part is probably the the, the Andes. Uh, Detective Sergeant Andy Wainwright and Detective Sergeant uh, and Detective Constable Andy Cartwright. Those two guys, when he's like, uh, they're like, even though like they're eating eating lunch or whatever, and he's like, "Oh, because we all sell apples around here, don't we?" And he's <laughs> oh, like, yeah. "Your father sells apples, right, Andy?" <laughs> he's like, "And raspberries." And the guy's like, "Oh, you have a mustache," because he's like <laughs> dipped his mustache in his Guinness. Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, I know." The, the, it's very, this is super low hanging fruit, but dry, quick comedy. And I'm here for it, man. It's there. I I love it. Yeah. It's, it's it's a good dry, like, uh, comedy. I can't, I can't get enough of it, man. Well, I'm fucking all about it. I like the, like the little things where, where, uh, 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 Frank Butterman, 
is like he shoots that chandelier and it's dropping and he's like ah and it just makes a lion roar <laughs> yeah. in the sound effects like it because it's all in slow motion my god it's fucking the, hilarious they overdo the parts where it's like you shouldn't have overdone it there but it's funny because they did it that it's way it's great to see a movie where there's so much comedy in the script and in the acting and with the actors that are actually putting on the performance and also comedy like the cameraman he's also doing his own yeah. bit like when uh, when um, when Nicholas Angel's chasing that shoplifter, and he comes around the corner, he's like, "You mothers!" And it's just a bunch of moms like pushing their kids <laughs> right. in the strollers and shit. Like the 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 level of like, come on, bro. Yeah, it's low it's hanging, but it's funny. It's, it's through the roof because they just keep fucking hitting it. Yeah. What um. I tell you what, that that's gonna put us pretty fucking close, oh, man. How oh, many? Shit. If your thumbs were um. Thumbs. Oh um, shit! If, if your thumbs, if your thumbs were, um, if your thumbs were Cornettos, Cornetto. How many Cornetto thumbs would you give this out of ten? Cornettos. Uh, before I have a brain freeze. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go brain wave. <laughs> One more thing I want to mention: <laughs> at the end of the movie, when he decides to break bad, he's like, oh, right, right, right. he's at yeah. the gas station. He's like, he's like, uh, can I get you anything else? And he just goes straight Batman. He's like, no. And he gets on a this horse. This is something I have to do myself. <laughs> like, he just goes straight Christian Bale Batman. He does. He does. Every time it's like, uh, he fights that old dude. He's like, what are you going to do? Go arrest the whole village? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Part Clint Eastwood, part Batman. <laughs> God, it's fucking great. Because how, many, how many cop thumbs? If your thumbs are cops. How many cop thumbs you got? Buddy cops. Buddy cops. Yeah, your thumbs are buddy cops. Buddy cops. So, oh man. I was going to go nine, but I got to have a buddy. Can we, and so four and a half, what's that? Uh, four and a half. Four and a half plus four and a half. That's well, nine. <laughs> okay. So we can do nine. Are you going to do nine? <laughs> you going to do nine buddy cop thumbs? I'm going to give it a 10. This is one of my all time favorite comedies that exists. <laughs> I've liked it for so many years, and for anybody who's like, I and it might be a generational thing because of the type of satire that it is. Like, I wonder if this appeals to a younger audience purely mm. because it's British humor, but a bunch of it that appeals to me so much that, like, a lot of it that cracks me up is I'm like, I think about fucking Police Academy and Chips right, and, and right. Die Hard and uh, and Lethal all weapon. these all these yeah, Bad Boys Two and Point Break. Like all these other fucking cop movies, and that's part of what makes this so visually entertaining, not to mention the rest of it that's just funny. Like it's it's written in a really funny way. I don't know if today's like younger crowd would get this humor. I, that's a great question. We need to figure that out. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll look, we're going to go watch Miami Connection. We'll talk about the connection when we come Is this right an 18 back. Eighteen and plus podca podcast. Here's a here's a fake thing from our sponsors. You shouldn't even be listening to this if you're not eighteen years old. Shame on you. <laughs> oh, it didn't stop. Hey, my name's Daniel King from It's Just Two Movies, the podcast. And my name's Birdman from It's Just Two Movies. It's podcast. the same podcast, and we're here to talk to you today about Brown Mattress. Brown Eco Mattresses are the most environmentally friendly mattresses on the planet. Well, actually, brown mattresses have a carbon footprint of less than zero. That's fucking amazing. So Brown Mattresses has actually worked with the sewage waste distribution companies and have made a actual, like, organic, lighter-than-air fabric made out of fecal matter, which is absolutely incredible. And you know what? It will turn your night's sleep around like that. Really? I've got to get a brown mattress. Since I've got mine, look, okay, I'm not going to lie. They throw me some pretty fancy promotions because I'm also promoting the product. But uh, they gave me a really good uh, a really good discount. So I went ahead and got the upgraded model that has the, the shitter stick that actually lifts you up. Uh, which, you know, I mean, like I, I snore when I sleep. If I lay flat, I fucking, it's super loud. If, I, if I'm elevated a little bit, not so much. But with the shitter stick on the California king-size brown mattress, uh, you know, I don't, I don't have that problem. The one thing I really like about the brown mattress is 
you know, with normal mattresses, you have to have that topper to really, uh, you know, some of that, uh, the, the oils, the body's natural oils that seep yeah. through. Yeah, exactly. Like you're talking about like a pillow top. On this, it's called the brown buffer. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's so comfortable. Right. Feather light. It's amazing. Yeah, it is absolutely nothing, incredible. Nothing will get through the brown buffer. And nothing beats their warranty. Free plastic sheets with a mail-in rebate. Up to $600 off your first purchase at Brown Mattress when you use promo code 2MoviesPod. Browntown mattresses start out at just $22. For $44, I've never slept so well. Use promo code 2MoviesBrowntown at browntownbuttholemattresses.com. Again, that's at browntownbuttholemattresses.org. Which is an obvious choice, because why wouldn't you choose to save the planet? It is literally the most eco-friendly mattress on the face of the planet, because it's just made from human excrement. Right. And what is excrement except an ex-experiment? It's so green. I love it. It's so green, it's brown. Hey, uh, also, you can download the Brown Town app on your iPhone or on my Android to track your sleep pattern on your brown mattress. Really? Yeah. How does it... So, can you, can you tell me a little bit about how it tracks your sleep? Mostly with high fiber fiber optics. That's scientific. So, what exactly are brown mattresses made of, though? Mostly shit. Various turds. Some big fat logs of poo. Leftover dog turds that you see on the sidewalk that someone didn't pick up like a fucking asshole. And then ate and then shit out into human shit, that too. Wow, that's very responsible. Right, right. And that's why I'm down to get behind this product. Honestly, brown mattresses are going to change the world. And I want to be, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel honored to be on the forefront of what they're putting forward. A comfortable night's sleep, because, I mean, we spend almost half our lives asleep. Right. A comfortable night's sleep with a shitter stick, like slightly propped up. It's great, man. I mean, this is just an amazing, versatile bed. That's awesome. And everyone's different, you know? Yeah, but everyone is different. Brown and mattress. just like you can get fecal mattresses made from different countries with different diets of fiber intake. Right. Yeah, so you can actually specify how fibrous you would like your brown mattress. Exactly. Yeah, brown mattress, they really accommodate to everyone. They really do. And the great thing, the great thing about them is the unboxing experience. Oh my God. When you get that tiny little box that's shaped like a toilet and it just immediately smells like shit, like human shit, like hot, hot, fresh shit. And then it starts to expand and like all of a sudden it's, you know, it's a king size mattress. It's pretty impressive. Wow. It, you, the best part is if you're not happy with your brown mattress, which won't happen, but if you aren't, Brown Mattress will actually come pick it up and cut it into pieces and flush it down your toilet. And every Brown Mattress, seriously, comes with a five and a half night, no questions asked, return guarantee. Wow. Right? You won't find that anywhere else. No, like, you you won't. Most places will give you a hundred nights. Right. <sighs> like, I don't need a hundred nights to know if I'm no. going to. No, I can tell in a few. And like in two or three, I can tell if I'm going to like sleeping on this shit mattress. Right. Here's my question, Dan. Have yeah. you ever had any uh, accidents while sleeping on the brown mattress? No, I never have. It literally puts a chip inside your brain where you won't like piss or shit yourself while you're sleeping in it. It's a tentacle. It's like, have you ever seen the Ma the Matrix? Oh, the movie. Yeah, the movie The Matrix. It's one of those, but with ma it's made out of human shit. It's dry. It's sanitary. I just want to make sure that that comes across. This is not like liquid human shit or like a a, a wet turd mattress. This is a dried, fibrous, compacted. It goes through a loom. Uh, they take care of all these. Uh, is these are these mattresses are woven by artesian handcrafted uh, mattress sewists. Are these beds shipped responsibly though? 
Absolutely. They're, I mean, they're packaged through Amazon, so you know that they're, they're going to arrive with no problems. And also, the, the fact that they are so compact and smell like shit for the unboxing experience, that's, that's part of the reason that, you know, that, like most of them can actually fit inside your mailbox. Wow. Except for the California King. Right, of course. Right. Yeah. That one's a, like a doorstep delivery. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, the rest of them, even a queen-sized bed can fit inside your mailbox that's made out of human shit. Not your mailbox, but the, the actual mattress. Damn, that's that's so cool. I know. It's fucking amazing what they do with science. I love brown mattresses. I I also am a big fan of brown mattresses, and I'm glad that... I'm glad that they were able to give us this promo code uh, again, which is uh, promo code two movies brown, two movies brown eye. Again, that's two movies brown eye, one word, uh, and that um, that you know that can get you at least ninety eight percent off your first brown mattress. Uh, offer good until March fifth of twenty twenty two. All right. Well, you know, it's great to talk about sleepy time, but we should probably get back to the podcast. Brief interjection from your program. I just wanted to throw out a couple of special thanks for the folks that make this show possible. Uh, big thanks to Brad Sexton for our jams, Lamplighter Production for our artwork, God-sized and growing for some musical guest appearances, and uh, Dave, who's our YouTube editor. We, we probably wouldn't even be on that platform were it not for him. Uh, if you want to check out anything any of these amazing people are working on, all of their links are in the description for this episode. If you want to contact the show, uh, you can hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at It's Just Two Movies. Uh, we've got a Facebook page now, um, so that's on there. Uh, you can always leave us a comment on YouTube, uh, or you can email us at It's Just Two Movies at gmail.com. Okay, yeah, and uh, if you like the show, you know, um, uh, like, subscribe, leave us a, leave us a review. That, that stuff helps tremendously. So uh, anyway, back to the show. We're back, baby. It's fucking Miami connection. We're here to talk about it. We're getting connected, and we're getting Miamied. And it so, is a connection for sure. It's a 1987 martial arts crime film, which <laughs> I don't think that's correct. Our 23 minute runtime. <laughs> it's free on Tubi. We rented it on Prime for not having to watch ads. It's got a 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb, 65% on Rotten Tomatoes, 87% of Google users like this movie came out November 2nd, directed by YK Kim and Park Woo Sang. Uh, uh, music by that makes John sense. Music, music by John McCallum, though, because you, you got to know that he's in it. Well, they had a couple concert songs. Or gospel mm-hmm. songs, I think. It's weird. It's like a it's like a it's like a, a youth pastor who's really into karate. If he, making, if he was a band. And like if he sat down and wrote actual lyrics and it's like yeah. this is what you thought Friends of you forever, fucking idiot. loyalty and honesty fucking flip They sing that song for eternity. That is seriously like a Saturday morning cartoon song, like oh, I'm getting like oh, yeah. you know. Yeah, if they would have switched the, the, the intro to, uh, you know, Defenders of the Universe or whatever, <laughs> same shit. Nobody would have noticed. Uh, the stars, YK Kim, Park Woo Sang, Joseph Diamond, porno name, uh, mm-hmm. Si Young Ho, uh, Vincent Hirsch, the porno name too. Maurice Smith, Angelo Ginotti, Angelo Ginotti, no, it's probably Ginotti. Uh, Kathy Collier, William Eagle, Kevin Pollack, Ke- Kevin Pollack. Wait, I don't think Kevin <laughs> Pollack was actually in this. Maybe that's the guy you were like, he looks hella familiar. Maybe it was Kevin Pollack. No, there was a guy that didn't look familiar that I thought should have like a doppelganger actor. Anyway, there's a there's a bunch <laughs> of people you've never heard of uh, in this movie before. Now, normally I would ask Lee, I would go, hey, what's this movie about? But what I'm going to do instead is read you the description from two different places as to what this movie's about, and then I'm going to tell you what it's actually about. Just to set the stage, Danny texted me last night. He goes, we're watching, or it was a couple nights ago, and he's like, we're watching Miami Connection. I was like, sweet, let's... We were going to do it with American Made, which has a tie-in to, it's like a drug drug, drug cartel kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right. And then I changed the movie to Hot Fuzz, but I was unwilling to change my mind on Miami Connection. And I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I I held out for it. It was fun, man. It was, uh, 
It was, it was, it a was good different. Movie. It was, uh, I don't know what the right words on, on this one is. So Google would describe this as a multinational martial arts rock band, Dragon Sound, embark on a wreck wave crime crushing justice, clamping down on Florida's narcotic trade. I was going to go what I text you back. Hold up, hold up. So you said, check it out. And I was like, all right, let me check. And I, and I quoted... It remained unseen for decades until Drafthouse Films restored the film for a proper release in 2012. 20-year decade. <laughs> yeah, I saw another one that was like, and this is, was the description for the movie. Motorcycles, motorcycle ninjas dealing cocaine in, in mid-Florida <laughs> find turbulence against rock band. But what this movie and is... And it's all accurate. What this movie is actually about... <laughs> Is a dude's unhealthy obsession with his sister that, Scarface that leads yeah. him to the conclusion that he has to murder people in a very mediocre band. Yeah, the band part threw me off. Like, they had I a lot of concerts. It. I loved it. It was just bad enough that made it delightful. Oh, I, the band part was, it was like, it was kind of like a break from like the bad dialogue. It's weird. <laughs> like, when you see a band playing a song in a movie and there's like people dancing in the crowd or whatever, you don't normally hear the whole song. No. And if you do, it's normally not like six minutes long. Yeah, right. And that's the, they made that's everyone the jarring in the movie part about that. They're like sit through that fucking song. Yeah, they were just trying to make Dragon Sound famous. That's ba- okay. So how I would put this is my vision goggles was this was a film made student and at the University of Central Florida made by a Floridian, a Floridian, <laughs> yes, hundred percent. And they tied a bunch of scenes together that they thought might make a movie, but weren't sure. Every scene was a, was in isolation, and like a you can see it was directed. And they're like, "All right, I think we can make a movie out of all these scenes." And they threw it together. <laughs> There's a really weird, as far as the like kung fu and shit goes in this. Yeah, it's a really weird blend of not that bad and absolutely god awful. Yeah, there you're right. Like there's some like, like there's good some kung there's fu. like there's some hip throws and I'm like that looks great it's like good judo yeah. nice yeah, good a hips bit of good judo good hip throw uh, and then there's some of it that where like a guy is stabbing a guy with another knife <laughs> and it's slow so motion. slow yeah <laughs> it's like okay hold on you didn't have to like act like it was slow motion and at they all. try to put some of it in slow motion to like it make it look more intense and it's just more obviously not very yeah. good it gets worse the more they try yeah and it's a, oh <laughs> shit there's the rain oh it did rain. Well, the ribs are still gonna be good. Yeah. So, uh, Miami Connection. I'm I'm struggling. I'm grasping at straws to tell you actually what this is about. Well, so, but there's just a bunch of kung fu. It's a band that's like, hey, not doing drugs in Miami, bro. That's not cool. And they're fighting ninjas, and ninjas are like, hey, you sons of bitches in that band because you're banging our boss's sister. One of the guys is banging their boss's sister. Yeah, he's a Michael Phelps looking motherfucker. The Michael Phelps looking motherfucker. Yeah, he look. I'm I'm pretty sure that's Michael Phelps. That he looks just like Michael Phelps. Pretty sure, like Michael Phelps came from that guy. Oh, shit, it's fucking coming down outside. Um, horde. Anyway, he's very Michael Phelps looking, and he's like, I'm, I mean, he's, I love your sister, and the other guy's like, No, I fucking would rather commit multiple murders. <laughs> Which. I love, at the know, beginning of the movie, I they're like, that. "Hey, check out all these! Check out all this cocaine under all these ramen bag, noodles. Bags of ramen noodles. <laughs> ramen. They snuck in cocaine. Yeah. Under- oh my goodness. Yeah, a whole bunch of cocaine, and then it never comes up in the rest of the movie again. Yeah. I think once somebody mentions cocaine casually, but not in the facet of like, "Hey, I- what happened to all that cocaine from the beginning of this movie?" I can't remember any other connection after that first scene to cocaine, except like the disco, like mu- so, music vibe. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and that's our common connection between the movies is the fact that one of the movies has the word connection in it. Uh, <laughs> and also, I didn't want to pick another movie. I was like, I want to watch this. It looks fucking ridiculous. But and it I was, was right. Ridiculous to the point of like, I lo- they tried, they tried hard, and they failed hard, and I love it. Yeah. Because they tried hard, yes. and that's why you love it. Because they they mm. gave they gave it a good shot. So the the main <laughs> guy in this, uh, what was his name? Fucking K Y Jelly Kim or whatever. Uh, Kim Kim uh, Y K Kim, Y-K. not K Y Kim. We're close. Y K Kim. All right, I, you know, a better journalist would look this up. But watching this movie, I feel like he is forty six. 
Uh, I'm and going everybody 65. else in this movie is like 31. <laughs> I'm going 65. 65, I don't think he's that old. Uh, but I think he's definitely in his 40s, like easily. I mean. And everybody else in this movie, he is 15 years senior to anybody else in this cast. He's like maybe the UCF teacher. They have an old guy that at the end of the movie, like one of the black guys in the movie. They're like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. They your kill your him dad's off. coming. Remember to I called that? Yeah, you're like, oh, he's going to die. He didn't die, though. He did survive. Yeah, that's kind of a uh, bad plug for them to, right, like... though. They bring... were going to kill the token black guy. He was so excited to meet his dad, who's a doctor, who like, abandoned him when he was a kid. They started to play up him, play him up. I was like, oh, man, he's... The... He's, the hilarious part... Him. The hilarious part about that is, though, the dad, the doctor dad, he's no older than the other... He's than the I think son. he might be younger. He just has gray hair. They have, like, a gray... It put some gray shit in I would put money him. on it that the kid that is playing his dad is younger than the actor. That very well could be. What would you, if you were going to remake this movie, would you do anything different about it? I would get all of the fight stuff re-choreographied. So you could do this whole movie of what they actually shot and use the scenes that they actually shot for about 20 minutes of an actual movie. Yeah, well, dude, if you condense this movie down, it would go from like an hour 20 to but, 35 minutes. But I'm saying like there's some good parts of that movie that I, we could pull oh, to yeah. make a good movie. Like, yeah, there's some of it I like. I, a few scenes like, I would bad. Kinda, I would leave all the stupid shit though. But, I would leave it in because it's great. Yeah, yeah, for a bad movie. <laughs> I, but I would get people that actually knew how to do special effects and um, shit. You know what I mean? Maybe Jackie Chan is the first guy. Make this like a vibe of like... A vibe. Jackie Chan's getting too old, baby. Unless yeah. you wanted to do that on purpose. Well, well did you like so? Do you like the lead character is still very much older, but like get Jackie Chan, but have him pretend like he's twenty something? So who are your uh, like Asian kung fu people? Like it's Jackie Chan and Jet Li. Like that. Those are the two I know. No, there's besides plenty of, like Bruce um, Lee and you know. Oh man, the guy that, the guy that just played Shang Chi, he was fantastic. Um, but like I feel like Jet Li versus Jackie Chan is. Two different vibes you're going to get. I feel like we got uh, the si- Jet si- Li vibe. Simu Lu. Simu Lu plays Shang-Chi. Uh, Tony Lung. Tony Lung's no good. Idea. Ronnie Ching. Uh, I'd yeah. have to see him fight. I mean, there's um, <laughs> Benedict Wong. <laughs> you know? Uh, Wand. Well, but there's 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 plenty of other actors and also like undiscovered martial artists that are out there. Right. Because all you have to do is like, that's who this be, guy was. Being, he good was at, being good at martial arts is like being good at tennis. It takes hard work, dedication, long hours to be really, really good at it. But if but, you can also act, acting is acting is just in your dome, though. It's just it's one muscle right between your ears, and you can act. Yeah, it's like can you put another ego out there in front of you? Yeah. Could you pretend to be a different person for for hours a day? I mean, an actor has to be crazy, like to like imagine how crazy that person actually has to be to like flip from like if you're a really good actor and you're flipping from one crazy person to another, or mm-hmm. like to a cool like Tom, like a Tom Hanks or even like a Leo, like right that person like like stably they have to be kind of crazy because <laughs> they're going months at a time acting like they're other people. That's crazy. It's a crazy thought. I went off on a tangent there. But. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely <laughs> right though. You're 100 percent right. Uh, so riddle me this, Jackson. While it starts to storm outside and our ribs are still in the smoker, oh, and we're shit. we're waiting for this rain to blow over so we can go fucking hit some golf balls out in the field. Hell yeah! How many ninja motorcycle motorcycle ninja thumbs? If your thumbs are motorcycle ninjas and you had ten of them instead of two of them. How many motorcycle ninja thumbs would you give this out of ten? All right, let me start off by thumbs. saying I, I hated this movie. You hated it. But let me start off. Start off okay. there. All right, you're starting off at hate. This is a nine in a bad movie scenario. This is, I mean, they didn't overdo it. They didn't try to sell it as a good movie or a bad movie. They just fucked up and made a bad movie. They just fucking did it, baby. And it was they went... full sin commitment. And <laughs> I love. Full send commitment. How bad it they is were. probably the best way to describe it. It was it was amazing. It was, it was amazing. I I've never, I don't think I've ever had a bad movie that I've rated that high. I think I'm gonna go nine five. Ooh, it is, it is 
this is fucking knocking on the door, baby. And it's like, excuse me, may I come into a perfect 10 for a bad movie? Not quite. I mean, it is so fucking close. And really, I know I sound like a broken record all the time with these, but if I'm being totally honest, there is so much of this shit that is just a scene that should be 15 seconds that for some reason is 90 seconds long. We had a literally four concert in this Concerts is the movie. Yeah, yeah. Four different gang fights. There is straight up a whole (laughs) fucking live set for a band (laughs) recorded during this. Somebody fucking recorded their LP when they made this movie. Yeah, Dragon Uh, Dance. Dragon Sound. Okay, whatever. It's the sound (laughs) dragons make. Yeah. Which is probably like a lizardy kind of a bellowy noise. But you would not make that sound. No, 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 Like they made like Saturday morning cartoon sounds. Yeah, but let me ask you this though. Hey, what you watching? What you been watching? Oh, uh, what I've been watching? Um, man, not a ton, but I've seen like the second season of uh, Ozark, or not second, the last, the, the second half, second of half. the latest. It's kind of how they did like with Breaking Bad, where they made the last season two, yeah, like two separate two, things, two things, yeah. But and Ozark's dry like that, but Breaking Bad has a different like vibe to it. I don't know, uh, but I, yeah, watch that. You seen it? Yeah. Um, I mean, don't don't spoil it no, for, our, for our listeners. Yeah. But between you and I, yes, what did you think of it? Solid. I, I liked. Uh, there's a bit. How did you think of it as being the ending? I didn't love the the ending. You ending. didn't love the ending. I, I don't. I don't I li- know. I'm like, not going to expand on it on here. I just. Mm. I'm with I'm with Birdman on that. That I'm I'm I like things that are open to interpretation. And I don't think that's a spoiler to say it's yeah, open to no, interpretation. I think you're good on that. Um. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about like. Moving forward, we'll see. Yeah, I've is, uh, is that the finale? Finale? That's it. No shit. Yeah, I bet they do a movie though. Oh, okay. I bet there's a film. I to okay. Put, to put I was, a, bow was on it. a little unsure if that was the final season. No, that's the final season. Okay, that's how they ended it. Wow. That's it. Just open air. You know, interesting. I, mean? like, I, kinda, I need to. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Um, anyway. it's fucking heavy, no doubt. Uh, I watched since the last time. Is there, any, there, is there anything you're looking forward to watching, or, or if you were, if you have watched a thing, oh, please? Oh, tell I was gonna me say, uh, watch. Uh, me, I brought my nephew to to the theaters and watched Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, movie. how'd you guys like it, dude? It was, it was awesome. Yeah, they, like it's a it's a prequel to the like show, right? Which I didn't understand. I think I texted you about it after yeah, the fact because I, I, I we talked about we, it on the show, of, and then like two or three days later, I was like, actually, I was wrong. Yeah, it's, it's this instead. But like it, it sets up some new characters for the show, and I'm like, oh yeah. Wonder what happens to uh, where like, that where that kid's at yeah. present day, sort of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like you get to see like some of the side characters, like a little just character build on like them. Mm-hmm. Like you would not see that probably in the show, but you get a little character build like in the movie on them, and it's like, damn, that's, it's that's the, done well. Uh, if you're into Jujutsu Kaisen, I will say if you go watch Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. It is kind of the Gojo Power Hour. Oh yeah, yeah. which I'm into. Yeah, like, Gojo flexes a little bit. Yeah, right. Which is great because he's got one of the coolest anime powers. I mean, he's just yeah, dude. He's awesome. He's a he's a strong dude. Um, yeah. and and you get to see him like be like, all right, if I really wanted to just smash everybody, I could. But hold on. Like, he has to limit himself. You know what I mean? He could literally destroy everyone in the world if he chose yeah. to. He just has to limit, like, yeah. his power, which is an interesting quality in somebody. Like That's a good dynamic. You have to limit it. Wow, okay. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. I, I'm, like I'm loving it. Um, but uh, yeah, so I watched that. Um, there's new seasons coming out of... Well, maybe they already I haven't caught up, but uh, Rise of the Shield, uh, Shield Hero, Rising right? of the Shield Hero. Yep, yep. Season I'm excited. Two. I'm excited about the, that. Is one. that not out yet? I'm, I don't. Might be I don't know. I'm like waiting for it to be done, and then I'll go back and and watch it once it's finished. I'll binge it in two days. Um, That's how I do with shows, man. I gotta, I gotta, I, I, especially if it's a show Alicia doesn't want to watch. Yeah, I just, this, I, I just, I'm just gonna binge it in two days and be done with it. Want to go si- solo and just like, all right? Well, it was like Moon Knight. I recently watched Moon Knight. Watch that, yeah. Uh, I talk, I talk about it on another episode, so I won't really get into it. But uh, it's really good. You should check it out. I saw your grandpa. But I, about I it. binged it in a day. Nice. But I had seen one episode. 
So I binged five episodes okay. in a day. But it is like five hours long. Like every episode is like 45 minutes, 50 minutes. So I've also watched or I'm up to date on Better Call Saul. Are you up to date on that? I've never watched one episode of Better Call Saul despite being a huge fan of S- Slow Bob, Burns? Bob Odenkirk. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge Bob Odenkirk fan. And you haven't and I've watched? I've never seen Better Call this Saul. This is obviously his best. I'm going to. Best. I'm going to wait until it's over so I can just fucking binge it. I know that's a disgusting behavior of me because I'm not up on it with everybody else and you can't talk to me about it because it might spoil it. And then I won't watch it at all. It's a slow burn just like Breaking Bad. Like if you like that type of vibe. I watched one season of Breaking Bad. Not that I don't like Breaking Bad. I just kind of fell off on season two and never got back on the way. You know, it's kind of a different type of uh, like like show type to watch because it's, it's very Ozark. I guess. Well, it's also like very, well, I guess Ozark's early very 2000s type. Like they perfected it. Like, like, uh, they just figured out. It was the golden age of TV. Cause everything that was on. Was, Cause like you had to banger. wait week to week. Right. And you're mm-hmm. like, Oh, they, you know, they hooked me on this. Oh, dude, this is coming. This is coming off the back of like lost Dexter, game of Thrones, just all these fucking incredible shows. And it was the perfection of it. Of mm-hmm. like, this is your water cooler talk. They had like at work. Like they he, had nailed it. Like all of a sudden nobody was talking about the soup Nazi in Seinfeld. They were talking about who uh, fucked whose sister and murdered whoever at the at the fucking whatever. It just got darker. Yeah. And they just kept going. And the dialogue's great. Anyway, so I, I caught up on uh, I'm caught up on Better Call Saw. Um Game of Thrones coming out in August. Dra- House of the Dragon. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I've seen stuff about that. That's gonna be pretty. And dope. Um, I, I Game of Thrones ended so poorly that yeah. it took the wind out of my sails to ever watch it. I watched like five episodes of Games of Thr- Game of Thrones, and I was like, I could get into this, but I'm gonna wait for it to be over because I just want to watch it as a marathon. That's that's always how I the, my preferred method. I want to wrap it up. Right. I don't want to wait. Well, I would say the good thing about like uh, the the house of the dragon like series like the the game of thrones we're used to like they had like the directors had to come up with a storyline past like i don't know season four like they had to like make shit up because uh george r R. martin hasn't written parts of the story right where as house of the dragon he's already written everything about that nice so like the directors are never gonna have to like come in and like explain shit then I'm going to have to editorially speaking right. throw extra information so like, in. They have the dialogues and all that that they need to like go. It's like you can be a pretty bad director maybe and fuck it Man. up. <laughs> but it's going to be good. When, when I when I texted you earlier today before you came over, I, I just – I know we're doing what, what, what you're watching. Mm-hmm. If you were like, oh, no, I'm so, – yeah, I can leave my house now. I was going to be like, hey, bring your Xbox. Oh, nice. So we'll play some Halo. Well, Oh, my nephew's but, uh, over. My nephew's over. He's using it. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair enough. Uh, I'm, I'm like, man, I've gotten so close to just buying an Xbox like three times now, and I'm Ooh. like, eh, no, better not. But if I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I can run Halo fine off my internet connection, that's- I know, I, I know my ping is not always perfect, and I, I can eat that. You know, it's, it's gonna hurt my average, but you right. know, w- what can I do? Nobody's I mean, gonna run fiber out here, right? <laughs> I'm in the I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere, uh, but it could get very annoying though. Like if you want to play at a high level, but if you're just like I just want to well, I just want a game, you and know, play. I, I do want to play at a high level at things like Splatoon and Rocket League and and fucking uh, Pokemon Unite, and I do. Like I, I do okay, right? I, I mean, I'm not fucking top shelf or anything, but for as much as I get to play games when I get on, I normally win. Well, the reason I'm bringing that up is like. With Halo, it's, like, very, like, if you don't have a high ping, like, you're at a disadvantage. Like, the more ping you get, like, it is a very, like, if you're close to the server, like, oh, the yeah. Midwest server, whatever. It's like, damn. Or if you play someone from overseas and, like, they clearly are from Europe and I'm dominating because their ping sucks. Yeah, and they're like, hey, you fucking headshot me, bruv. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yep, mate. Sure well, did. Well, fucking take a take a shag to your mum. <laughs> sure did, mate. In it. Uh, what, <laughs> I don't. I'm trying to do some woody you humor like, with uh, English. It's all right. I got uh, it. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Oh, shit. Ah. All right. 
Uh, let's see here. Have I checked out anything else? Hmm. Yeah, well, what have you been watching? <laughs> Man, mostly stuff for the podcast. Like, uh, real time, I recorded another episode of this show. Yeah. Last week's episode. Uh, last night. Nice. So that's kind of been it for me this week. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to Labor Day. When's that? It's coming up. Two weeks? Yeah, I've taken... Okay, I just took two days off for the two, first... No, Memorial Day, not Labor Day. I always get them confused. Yeah, me too. They're the same thing to me. Mm-hmm. One's in the spring, one's in the fall. I know I know. for one inter- of them, I text inter- my dad, and I'm like, hey, thank you for your service. <laughs> and one of them, I don't. <laughs> well, I thank me for my service, you know, my labor. Yeah, thank you for your labor service. <laughs> for the I mean, other one. No, yeah. Yeah, we all make the we all make the fucking machine run. All right. We're all it's true. Cogs. It's true we are all cogs in the machine. However, if we ever all decide to just stop for a day, the world stops with us. Hey, we're gonna have a lunar eclipse tomorrow night. We're gonna have a lunar eclipse tomorrow night and we're gonna we're gonna check it out. Um, uh, it's weird you've never seen a lunar I've eclipse. I've never seen I think. one. Now that I'm like, you know, I'm old. <laughs> you're, not old, you're not old though. Like there's been so many lunar there's, eclipses there's since like you've one been every, around every every year. But uh, I don't think I've ever seen one. I've never. Yeah, been... they're cool. They're cool, man. You'll. I think you'll dig it. It's not as cool as a, as a solar eclipse. Well, the thing that's cool about a solar eclipse is it's the middle of the day, and all of a sudden it's dark. I got off work in like 2016 or 2017, whenever oh, that you, last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you go check it out? Yeah, they're like the entire building, five story building was like. I was We're all going to go outside. I was in the middle of work. I fucking pulled over at a Casey's and got out of the car and just watched it for a couple of minutes. Yeah, like, I was like, man, it's fucking awesome. It's like, not every, with my bare eyes. It's just like I everybody recognizes. Like, this, we're living, like, we're, it's like a moment where everyone recognizes, like, there's n- nothing important about us. Like, we're just here right. on this fucking rock. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Like, everybody, yeah. like, looks up, like, Oh, okay. Can you imagine? Can you imagine (laughs) ancient people just out fucking plowing the land and then all of a sudden it's dark in the middle of the day? You'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's where you make up like gods and shit, like mythology. Mm, It's like angry snake gods or, you know, whatever. uh Oh, I better repent because the sun's gone. Yep. (laughs) I don't know what's going to happen from when Zeus spreads his butt cheeks. The next two minutes, but I'm terrified. The sun's gone. Yeah, and that, that shit'll really fucking happen too. It's gonna be fucking wild. Oh, what do you uh think about the new uh do you have Disney Plus? I don't have it. Yeah, I got DP. Um, I got that DP baby. Coming out Obi Wan Kenobi. I'm kinda looking for I might have to you know get what? Disney Plus for that it. might be I might go watch the Mandalorian and then watch the Obi Wan Kenobi series because as far as I understand, as a guy who's not into Star Wars I know that people that are very into Star Wars have always been like, let me get a solo Obi-Wan Kenobi storyline. That's all I want. Well, you know where it comes for me, where it comes from is like, it's never a big, Hello uh, there. never a big sequel or prequel fan. What like, do you want to know? But I do, I do like both sets. However, I got into Clone Wars and watched that, obviously. I'm oh, the, I know. I know you're like, in. You've told me about it. You're like, dude, bro. It's like, fuck all that, fuck all the movies, you gotta watch Clone Wars. Like, That's, like you said that so to me. It is so fucking good. Um, and then, like, you want to see o- more of Obi-Wan, and you want to see more of Anakin. Like, who Like who would they, or, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, uh, Obi-Wan's like, who, you know, I need a movie about this. It's like, he's fucking badass. Yeah, so he's gonna get a Disney Plus original series, and I believe they're getting Ewan McGregor to come back and play him. Yeah. Yeah, so they got the right. If they didn't awesome. get him, like it would be bad. What do you want to know? <laughs> Hello there. I don't know when it's set. Is it set like when he's uh overwatching Luke? I don't know. On I, don't, planet? I don't know shit about Star Wars. You oh. tell me. I have no idea. I'll tell you what I know about Star Wars. End of the Empire. That's not a thing. Yeah, it is. Oh, there's. <laughs> I was saying prequel to sequel. Fucking tell me End of the Empire doesn't exist. It's one of the only things I know, Jackson. Hey, what do we call, like, the new stuff? The new stuff? Like, so there's a original version. is The 70s. new trilogy, I guess, because there's three trilogies. Yeah, it's weird. Like, what do you call that? Uh, three trilogies? That's what I, a trilogy of trilogies, <laughs> I suppose. You have the OG, the prequel, and the, the post- I don't. I don't know if the. Yeah, I guess it is post. It is post. Yeah, 
They'll fix it in post, and then they evidently they did not. So sequel, prequel, post. How, how is Clone Wars is the actual story? How is, you're a Star Wars guy. How does Star Wars rank on your like great trilogies of science fiction? Any any one of the three. I don't care which one. As movies or as concepts? Like as, as a as a concept as a trilogy. How do they? Where do they rank? Are they like top of the line? Are they like middle of the row? Are they bottom of the I'm barrel? I'm gonna be a nerd about it and say they're top of the line because. They it opened so many boxes of storytelling that would not have come from it if they didn't exist. Mm, gotcha. I that's where my thought process is. Yeah, I think it, they're that significant. That I mean, I guess I don't know. I haven't. I've but, like kind of watched them, but not seriously ever watched them and dived into them. I probably will on this I, podcast at some point, but I don't know. It's just it's never really been like I watch a couple here and there, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. As far as like, just storytelling and how it comes together, like if you were to watch it, you know, watch it as a normal person, like from the seventies to now, would watch it. Like I, th- I think that's how you probably should do it. Maybe someone else would has a better idea how to watch it, but um, I think watching it in that order would be a good way to do it. That's but the jam, I think huh? I think the Clone Wars is like the actual story that you want that was supposed to be told, basically, but they had to do it in movies. And they couldn't. Well, okay. they could, but it wasn't like let's just add so much, so many layers to it. Well, what do you, uh, what do you think as far as Star Wars goes? What kind of things do you think are yet to come? You guys aren't going to start sucking each other's dicks, are you? Let's go, let's go, talk. We're a one-eyed Batman. Can I make a suggestion that doesn't involve violence, or is this the wrong crowd? Maybe we should call in a bomb threat to Houston. I think it's free beer night at the Astrodome. The Jedi, Bob, we don't fight with guns, we fight with the mind. Cousin business is a boomer. That is one big pile of shit. Jail gone. It's Just Two Movies is a production of Blue Cheese and Bacon Studios and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Like, when, I don't know what's going to happen from when here. Zeus spreads his butt cheeks. The next two minutes. <laughs>